This is a message to all the lazy people out there. Do you know that you have what it takes to be a great investor? No? Well, you do. You thought that I was going to call you out, right? <laughs> I'm not. Today I'm going to tell you how being lazy is actually the best thing you can do on the stock market. Hi and welcome to the Money Girl Club. My name is Valerie and in this show we will talk about money and investing without the attitude. I just wait until there's money lying in the corner and all I have to do is go over there and pick it up. That's a quote by James Rogers. Uh, Jim, James or Jim Rogers is an American investor uh, based in Singapore. And this is something that he said. And he's quite right. You know, um, investing is not about the fast action and the trading and the exciting stuff that you see on TV. Exciting maybe is a poor choice of words. <laughs> it is exciting. Um, like the, the, the very proactive stuff and the very sensational stuff. That's the word I'm looking for. Like you see in The Wolf of Wall Street. That is not what investing is all about. It's about waiting. Welcome to episode number 11 of the Money Girl Club. Um, as promised today, I'll talk about being lazy on the stock market. But in finance, we don't call it being lazy. We call it passive investing. <laughs> passive investing is a strategy where you interfere as little as possible and you just let your portfolio grow. It's also called the buy and hold strategy. It's where you buy investments with the goal of keeping them long term instead of aiming for the short term profits. Like I said in the movie Wolf of Wall Street, um, it's not about buying and selling very fast and getting those profits. There are people who are successful doing that, but I wouldn't recommend you to do that as a beginner. And I'm no longer a beginner, <laughs> but I don't even do that because I think it's just too much of a hassle. I like to take, to take things slow and to think long term. There are many ways to shape your own passive investment strategy, uh, but there is one product that, it, that is absolutely perfect for this approach. And that product is an ETF. Before I go any further explaining passive investing through ETFs, I want to tell you about a new course of mine. The ETF Crash Course is an online course that will teach you everything you need to know about passive investing. Um, I explain the different types of ETFs, how they are made, how they are sold, who, so, who sells them, but also how you can set up your own strategy um, even when you're not a finance guru. Actually, you, you don't even have to know anything about finance at all. I explain everything in the simplest way possible. I always use lots of visuals in my course um, to make the whole idea of the stock market less abstract. I basically translate all that techie knowledge out there uh, into normal language because it's it's hard enough as it is on those dry pieces of, of just text, you know. Uh, no one likes to read that. So I translate that into understandable wordings. And if you sign up for the waiting list for this course right now, you'll get a 20% discount. Don't miss it because the discount will disappear on Sunday, 17th of April. So this is next Sunday. If you're listening um, on the day that the podcast is released, 
So Sunday it will disappear because Monday, the 18th of April, Easter Monday, the course will launch and I can't wait. Okay, back to today's episode. I'll give you a little sneak peek of what you can expect from the course um, and I'm going to discuss how ETFs work. And we'll start at the start, at the beginning. First of all, what is an ETF? An ETF, the word stands for exchange traded fund. An ETF is a type of passively managed investment fund that is traded on an exchange just like a stock. It is a basket of securities that allows investors to diversify their portfolio. That is the definition. I'm going to explain low and slow what it means exactly. So there are a couple of words in there that I would like to stress. First of all, it is a passively managed investment fund. So it is a fund, meaning that it is a basket of securities. Um, maybe I should explain again where the stock is first. Um, in case you haven't heard the episode about stock market products before, I am not entirely sure, but I think it's number four. Um, I'll look it up and I will link it in the description. So check it out. There is a whole episode on stock market products where I explain the four basic stock market products, which are stocks, bonds, uh, mutual funds, and ETFs. So what is a stock? A stock is a fraction of a company uh, and it, it provides the owner with a certain amount of rights and the company gets money in return. That is very simply put what a stock is. So companies issue stocks on the stock exchange, which means they go public um, and investors can buy the stock on the stock exchange. They transfer money to the company while buying that stock. Um, they get voting rights. They get to share in the benefits, uh, but also in the losses. So there's a risk. And the company that issued the stocks can use that money to grow, to develop a new product and so on. Now, what does a fund do? And I'm talking about funds in general right now. So you have mutual funds and ETFs, but a fund in general gathers different types of financial products. Um, for example, stocks. Stocks are the most common kind of uh, asset that is in an ETF or a mutual fund. And they pull all of those stocks together. That is to ensure that an investor can buy a unit and they can invest in all of those underlying assets at the same time. Now, the difference between a mutual fund and an ETF is that an ETF is traded on an exchange just like a stock. It's traded all day long. So that means that all day long between the trading hours, uh, the trading hours of that stock exchange, the price of a unit of that ETF is updated all the time. It depends on um, the performances of the underlying stocks, but also supply and demand. So um, yeah, you can see if you, if you track an ETF on the stock exchange, you'll see the price being adapted all the time between trading hours of the stock exchange. So what an ETF does is gather financial products, most commonly stocks, and put them all into one basket. Investors can, again, they can buy units of the fund um, through which they own fractions of all of those underlying stocks. Now, there are a couple of types of ETFs. Uh, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about the three most common ETFs. 
which is, first of all, the index fund. And the index fund may ring a bell. Um, that's something you see from time to time on the internet, on Instagram. They are pretty popular. A lot of ETFs are index funds, meaning that they mimic or they um, resemble the performance of a specific index. An index is a basket of, um, of companies that are listed on the stock exchange uh, within a certain industry or, or country, like, for example, the S&P 500, which is a list of the 500 largest um, exchange listed companies of the USA. So if you would like to invest in that industry, in that, in that index, uh, you could easily buy an ETF that tracks the S&P 500, and that way you would indirectly own a fraction of all of those stocks in that index, and you get the same returns without having to buy each and every asset and each and every stock individually. So that is what an index funds actually do. It tracks an index, and in that word tracking, um, well, they, uh, they took the name out of that and, and index funds are often called trackers because they track that index. Then secondly, we have industry ETFs. And an industry ETF um, basically means that they track a certain industry. It's like the word says. For example, you might want to get into investing in the pharmaceutical industry. Then there are ETFs that buy only stocks from pharmaceutical companies. And that way, when you buy a unit of the stock, you are investing in several pharmaceutical companies in one go. And then thirdly, there are bonds ETFs. Again, I'm going to refer you to the um, episode about stock market products, but shortly, bonds represent a loan. So a government or a company gives out a loan, uh, or, or they ask a loan and investors buy a bond giving the money to the issuer of the bond uh, and they will be paid back on the due date that is determined beforehand. And meanwhile, they get an interest on that. There are ETFs that buy only bonds. Um, they are much more secure than, um, than stocks ETFs because stocks are quite volatile. Bonds are pretty safe investments. Um, so there are a lot of people who like to have a whole selection of bonds in their portfolio. An ETF is a great way to do that. Now, there are plenty more types of ETFs. I'm not going to discuss all of them here, but I do discuss them in my ETF crash course. So again, if you are interested in that, in learning more about ETFs, um, join the waiting list now and get that discount. Now, you might wonder, why would you invest in an ETF? Maybe in my previous explanations here, you might go like, oh, this sounds interesting. This is something I didn't know and I might want to give it a try. But in case you're not convinced already, I'm going to give you three reasons to invest in an ETF because I think ETFs are the perfect beginner products and these are my three reasons why. The first reason is diversification. Building a diverse portfolio is always a good idea because you want to eliminate risk to a certain amount, depending on what your risk tolerance is. Um, but diversifying will also make sure that your gains are optimized, that your returns are optimized. You want to diversify as much as you can 
worldwide or, or well diversifying regions and industries and so on and an ETF does exactly that by for example buying an index fund um, you are diversifying by um, buying every bit of that index and an index is diversified in itself so if you buy one or several ETFs you're sure of that diversification in your portfolio the next reason why you should invest in an ETF is because of the low fees. I've talked about mutual funds uh, before and mutual funds are great. They are very similar actually to ETFs. They work in a similar way, namely that they pull different assets together. But mutual funds usually have higher fees. That's because they are actively managed. That means that there are fund managers who actively and manually pick the stocks and bonds that are in the mutual fund and they of course need to be paid um, in an ETF that's differently because they are passively managed for example if they track an index all they have to do is just copy the structure of that index and no manager has to do anything so the the fees are way way lower meaning that an ETF is a way more accessible investment for a beginner and then my third reason, and again, there are more. I could go on and on for hours about ETFs because I just love them so much. It's crazy how I, I found out, by the way, so late that ETFs were a thing. I didn't know. No one told me about them. Uh, all I knew were stocks when I thought of the stock market. Of course, it's in the word itself, stocks. And funds. I heard of funds before a couple of years ago, but I never realized exactly what they were until the bank, um, well, sort of explained it to me. But it wasn't until I really got into investing that I understood what funds were. And then after, but much later, I discovered what ETFs were and I was like, oh my God, how is this possible that I'm only discovering this right now? They are so interesting and, and so easy and truly, yes. I'm sorry if I sound obsessed, that's because I am. <laughs> so again, uh, I'm, I'm going to take you back to my reasons why. <laughs> so the third reason for investing in ETFs is the passive part, the passive investing. And, and this is what I started this episode with. It's a good thing to be lazy. In the stock market, it is, it's, a, it's a good quality. Uh, why? Because being lazy on the stock market will prevent you to panic sell or to sell things emotionally. And that will always cost you money. It will refrain you from highly emotional decisions. The best thing you can do is buy and hold. As I stated in the introduction, a buy and hold strategy will take you very far. Because guess what? If you start early and you wait for a long time, the compounding effect will be huge. The longer you keep an investment, the more it will grow exponentially. Not linearly, but exponentially. And the good thing with an ETF is that you don't need to interfere because all of the heavy lifting is done for you. The fund chooses which assets and which stocks to track. And all you need to do is make regular payments to the ETF so that your um, amount of units in your portfolio keeps on growing and those units will keep on growing and making you money. So your money is working for you. 
I don't know what you think about that, but I call it living the dream. <laughs> Make your ass... The, the guy, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, the, the author of um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, talks about it. Make money your employee. That is what money does. Uh, too often we are told to work for money. And to a certain extent, we need to do that. But when we have that income, we need to learn how to make money our employee. Because money makes more money. Every employee makes more employees. And what, whenever you figure that out, life is beautiful, guys, really. <laughs> I want you to um, learn the same and to realize the same. It took me a while. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast I want you to know the same things. I want you to learn the same things. They don't teach us this stuff in school. I don't know why. Is it on purpose? Is it not? Not going to go into that. But seriously, learn about that principle. Let money work for you. And passive investing is a fantastic way to do that. So this was kind of a sneak peek uh, into what you can expect from the ETF crash course. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm putting so much value into this course. I wish I had it when I started out a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm going to teach you how to set up a strategy, how to really understand ETFs and what I think was the hardest part, how to search for ETFs online, how to compare them and how to select the best one for your portfolio because not every ETF is suited for everyone and there are so many that you can easily get discouraged if you just start out and go out on a limb and don't have the knowledge and you'll drop out because you you, you just get discouraged. You, you can't see the forest through the trees and that would be a shame. ETFs are golden for your portfolio. I need you to learn why because I want you to make money. So if you haven't already, please go to the waiting list. The link is in the description of this episode. Get that discount. And next Monday, 19th of April, Eastern Monday, the course will be launched. You'll be able to buy it and um, and get rich while sleeping, while, while being lazy. <laughs> All right, that's it for today. If you like this episode, please subscribe, share the podcast on your story on Instagram. Give me a shout out on Facebook. Uh, give me five stars and a review would be really nice. I would really love you if you do that, which helps the podcast to be found even better and I can reach even more people and teach them about finance. Okay, I hope you have a nice day. Enjoy your Tuesday. Enjoy the upcoming Easter weekend. Don't eat too much chocolate. Sorry, that's a joke. Eat too much chocolate. That's what I do. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. See you next week and... When we talk again next week, my course will be online. Don't miss it. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money Girl Club. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share the podcast with your friends. See you next week. <laughs>